Good Monday morning, it's Labor Day, and I want to go on record with this quote and see what you all think about it. Generally speaking, before the not all brigade comes out, women go through hell and work hard to ensure that nobody else has to suffer like they did. Men go through hell and want others to feel the burn that they did. And I want you to sit with that and really think about it. Think about your relationships with men and women. And there's always going to be that one person that's like, well, I had a woman do me wrong and that's fine. Statistically, men are the perpetrators of violence and rape. Statistically. And before the people come with men don't report, neither do women. So that, you know, 90 some percent of men, you know, raping women statistic out there probably is even higher because women don't come forward either. And let's not forget that most men who are assaulted is also at the hands of other men. So it's like literally men are definitely the issue in our society. Their violence, male violence is an issue. I know we like to say violence against women. We do. We love that phrase. Violence against women. Who's doing the violence? It's like our patriarchal society doesn't want to take ownership of what they set up, that they prosper from. They don't want to take ownership of it. Anytime you bring it up, there's always going to be a guy in the comment section of something saying, well, women do this too. And it's always comical to me because I'm like, you realize that this is a problem that statistically in the 90s, 90th percentile, this is men committing violence, but you want to talk about the under 10% of women that are doing it. It almost is like you don't want to really solve the actual huge problem. You want to focus on the tiny thing to not take ownership. So yeah, sit with that quote today. Because when I look at social workers and nurses and teachers and waitresses and on many jobs that are helping people in some way, majority of them are women doing those jobs. We're the helpers. We're trained in a patriarchal society to be the helpers, the caretakers. People saying it's in your DNA, it's bullshit. It's not in your DNA. I can tell you because I had three boys. And yes, that's anecdotal evidence, but I'm saying talk to any parent. When kids are little, little boys will nurse baby dolls if you give them the dolls. They want to be caretakers too, but our patriarchal society says that that's for women and we don't value that work. I know we don't value it because we don't pay women to stay home and take care of kids. We don't value them unless they have a real quote unquote job title. So you know how many people I hear say, well, you don't work because they don't see work inside the home as actual work. So yeah, it's a uh, very interesting. I think that women tend to be caretakers and they want to make sure people don't go through bad things that they went through. And I'll tell you what sparked this. I'm actually reading a book. Oh God, I'm, I, I meant to have the name and link it. I promise I'll do that because I'll be reading it all month. It's going to take me a bit to get through it. The Body Keeps the Score, I believe is the name of the book. The Body Keeps the Score. And even in the first chapter, he's talking about Vietnam vets, which we all get PTSD. We're like, yes, that makes sense to most people. They're like people in war. They see horrible things. They have post-traumatic stress disorder. I think people have gotten better about, you know, people have been raped, molested. Yes, they have sexual trauma was inflicted upon them. They're going to have PTSD. I think where it gets complicated for some people who maybe haven't read up enough on it, aren't educated, is that complex PTSD of people who grow up in dysfunctional households where there is verbal abuse, physical abuse, like for years on end, and what that does to your body 
that's constantly in a flight or fight kind of situation. And I'm reading this and the guy's talking about how he was working with Vietnam vets. So I think he's like in the seventies and he's talking about this one gentleman who saw his whole troop and his best friend get killed in front of him. And then he in turn went to a village and raped a woman, shot children and killed everybody in the village with his rage. Cause he was so angry. And to me, it just kind of made me start thinking about when a woman's raped, why don't you hear in the news story about her going and killing a bunch of men? Now, I know you all can easily Google search, and there's been multiple stories of a man who was denied access to a woman somehow. She didn't want to date him. She didn't want to sleep with him. He was denied access, and he went and shot up a whole bunch of people because he was angry and he was hurting. And you don't hear about mass shooters being women too often. So my whole, this, this spreads out to so many areas and I need you to hang with me while I'm going through this. What is it about our society that raises women to go through hell and want to take care of others and for men to go through hell and flick pain on others? What are we doing with raising our boys and girls that this is what we're getting? And I mean, it's so many things. It's so many things. Um, I know I talked about the Danish parenting handbook. I think y'all should read it. I mean, those people statistically fucking for 40 some years have been marked the happiest people, although they have things like access to, you know, universal health care. They don't have to worry about going broke if somebody gets cancer, you know. But uh, like I said, it's definitely a bunch of issues. I think it's capitalism. I think it's living in a patriarchal society. I think that us not raising our boys like girls which is doing a disservice to them, let your boys fucking cry. Let them wear dresses if they feel like it and paint their nails. We love little girls that do traditionally boy things. I've talked about this numerous times. I think that we need to be a little braver and raise our boys like we would our daughters. Raise your son to take care of the younger kids and to do, you know, be the parent. How many women grew up in a household where if they were the oldest daughter, maybe they were like another parent and had to take care of their younger siblings and babysit and do things. And it's so normalized they keep fucking doing it in families. Oh, I had to do that. Now my oldest daughter has to do that. And I'm like, oh my God, you don't see that that's fucking wrong. That's not normal. Now I will take full ownership that with my oldest son. Yeah, I did do that. All I have are boys. So I absolutely had my oldest kid watching the kids changing diapers. And it wasn't until my husband was like, oh, I don't make the oldest kid do that. I take care of both the younger kids. I don't make him do that. And I was like, oh my God, because I was perpetuating a toxic thing in my house, but I had boys. I didn't, you know, so does it happen? Am I making an older child a parent? Sure. My point is it typically happens to girls statistically. But yeah, I think that um, maybe me raising my kid that way might have been good for him because we do it so much to, you know, our daughters. Maybe that did work. I don't know. It's just... I'm reading this other great book called Raising Feminist Boys, and they talk about your biases. We all have them. Every one of us has these internal biases in us that, like, whether shaped by society, our parents, our upbringing, what have you, or religion, we have these biases. Um, my mother, I love that my family never stops learning. My mom said recently, she's in her 60s, somebody just got done with surgery and they were showing off their surgery scar. And my mom went, oh, she's like, your surgeon did a great job. She goes, He's going to make sure you don't have a nasty scar. And the, the woman looked at my mom as she went, she. My mom went, huh? She goes, my surgeon's a woman. And my mom went, oh. And it dawned on her that we do. We, and I know some of you in the medical field know that like male nurses will walk in a room. Patients think they're the doctor. A woman doctor walks in the room. They think it's a nurse. 
that is those biases that we think women nurses, men doctors. And it's kind of like we have to work on really challenging that and teaching our kids that we have these hidden biases. So this book, Raising Feminist Boys, I highly recommend because me and my husband sat down and it was like, picture a boy in your head. What does he look like? You know, picture a girl and little things like we're like a boy, short hair, baseball cap. Like, I don't care how you do it. You do your own work, but picture a boy in your head and then picture a girl. It's going to be something like long hair and maybe playing with dolls because, and what I would love is to, I'm in my 40s. I want to know what the 20 some year olds think. I wanted like, I even asked my boys, I did this as like a fun sociological experiment. I wrote down on my, on my boys list, you know, tell me what makes a man. And they listed all these things, mostly character traits, mostly. They did list some physical attributes, like has a beard, you know, like those, you know, they're kids. Then I asked them to list what makes a woman. And they listed, I was very happy because my boys listed a lot of character traits. And I was super thrilled that they listed character traits, but they did list more physical attributes for the woman than the man. And I think they were things like long hair, you know, how like, and so then we went through them and I said, okay, you know, you each picked out whatever, 20 things for each thing. And out of your 20 things for what makes a man, you know, like 15 of them were character traits, whereas like 10 of them were for women, you know, and it was just, it was more of an exercise just to beware that that, that thinking will seep into your brain and that, you know, it's, you need to kind of overcome it. So yeah, that's my thought today. You sit with that quote and think about it and think about how we're raising our boys and girls. And I'm going to finish The Body Keeps the Score, although it's hard knowing that uh, this guy just inflicted his rage on other people because he was hurting. And I kind of feel like a lot of men could benefit from therapy instead of inflicting their rage on society as a whole. Get some fucking therapy, read a book for free at the library if you can't afford therapy to like maybe fucking figure out your own demons and not make them everybody else's problem. I'm doing the work. So I would like everybody else to do the work. And again, I get money's an issue for a lot of people, but books are fucking free at the library. And if your transportation's an issue, I know my local library will deliver the books to your door so you don't even have to leave the house. And if you have a phone, you can get the Libby, L-I-B-B-Y app. Libby app, get your library card. You can get books right on your phone and not leave your house. So there's no reason why people can't do some work on bettering themselves and not you know, making sure that they're not a problem for other people. But yeah, so The Body Keeps the Score and Raising Feminist Boys. Those are the two books I'm currently reading. Um, we do start our homeschool this week, so I'm going to have a shit ton of books, too, that the boys are going to be reading. And uh, happy September. Don't forget, this is my favorite month because banned book month, banned book week they do in September. And as usual, I'll be talking about banned books and whatever one we're picking for that week. Take care.